So as opposed to just kind of shooting from the hip and ordering whatever in terms of inventory, in order to not waste money, you have to really figure out what's going to sell, what's going to sell well and what your customers really want. So you just don't have boxes of inventory sitting around. You're listening to the Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to build a successful solo business while cultivating a life of freedom and purpose along the way. I'm your host, Nia Lewis. Let's jump right on in. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 48. I hope you guys are doing well out there. Today, I want to share with you guys some of the best and worst purchases I've made for my business since I've been in entrepreneurship to date. So one of the most common questions I get from early stage entrepreneurs who are just starting is what do I need to spend money on? I know what I need to get my products out there, but what does it make sense for me to invest in in these early stages of operating my business? So I remember when I first started, I thought I needed all types of fancy things that made me feel like an entrepreneur and made me look the part. But looking back on it, I wasted a lot of money on things that didn't really make sense. And I wasted a lot of money on things that didn't necessarily serve my business well. So I, at this point in my journey in entrepreneurship, I like to focus on investing in things for my business that put me in a position to make money as opposed to things that suck profits out of my business. I find that many times we get caught up buying things that make us look the part without realizing that what we're buying is costing us more money than it's actually making us. So I want to start here by sharing some of the worst purchases I've made, and then I'll share some of the best purchases I've made for my business, and I'll also share why those better purchases were better uses of the limited funds I had when I was just getting started. So about five years ago, I started a hair extension business, and that was the business I operated in college to make extra money. And uh, when I started that business, I thought I needed super fancy packaging. I had seen these super successful hair extension companies on social media, and they had beautiful packaging. And even though I hadn't made a dime yet, I spent hundreds of dollars on this huge bulk order of silk packaging, silk bag packaging that had my logo on it. It was super fancy and it was, it was a complete waste of money. And to this day, I still have a few boxes of those silk bags sitting in my garage right now. And again, it's been five years. I didn't know how much hair I was going to sell. I overordered the packaging. So I ordered way too much. And if I had just scaled back and if I just developed a more realistic expectation, about what I was going to do to grow that business and how much hair I would sell and how committed I was going to be to that venture while I was in school full time, I probably would have realized that ordering packaging that's custom and fancy in bulk was a waste of resources. And it was also uh, not the best use of the limited funds I had as a college student at the time. So if I had to calculate how much waste went into that packaging, I probably could have saved three or $400 and use it to invest in something else. So uh, that was, that's just one example of something that I wasted money on in my 
early life as an entrepreneur, I got so caught up in this like idea that I needed fancy packaging and I could have just literally ordered some generic silk bags off Etsy or Amazon that didn't have my logo on it and it would have served the same purpose for my clients. So if you're just getting started and you're really caught up on fancy packaging, I'm here to tell you that 90% of your customers are going to literally throw it in the trash. And so it's great to have a professional presentation, but if you really just don't have the money to spend on fancy packaging or anything else that's fancy, focus on getting your business off the ground, still make it professional and put together. But if it's not custom, I mean, that's not a huge deal in the early stages. And that's just my opinion. So you never know how much you're going to sell. Typically, when you're ordering custom packaging, you have to order it in bulk. And there are also other ways you can customize things like packaging uh, when you're just getting started without ordering it in bulk from a factory overseas, such as buying stickers or investing in another resource I'm going to tell you about later that has been one of the best purchases I've made for me as an entrepreneur in general. But anyways, yeah, there are other ways to customize your products and packaging and things like that without spending a thousand dollars ordering custom packaging and in bulk without knowing how much you really need. So that's one thing that was a huge waste for me. Another one of the worst purchases I've made in entrepreneurship so far is buying too much inventory before I knew exactly what would sell well. So one way to kind of avoid this is doing pre-sale, pre-sales in the beginning to get an idea of what your customers really want and what's going to sell well. So I did the opposite. I ordered what I thought was going to sell well, as opposed to asking people what they really wanted and getting an idea of what my target customer really needed. Instead, I focused on what Nia really wanted and needed and didn't really focus on what my customer wanted and needed, which resulted in me having an overabundance of one type of inventory. One thing was selling well. Another thing wasn't selling well. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't have enough money to keep what I really needed to sell in stock because I was trying to get rid of a product line that wasn't really selling. So this was a huge mistake I made. And if I could turn back the hands of time, I would do more research about what my customers really wanted and desired in that product line so that I was keeping products in stock that people really wanted to buy. So as opposed to just kind of shooting from the hip and ordering whatever in terms of inventory, in order to not waste money, you have to really figure out what's going to sell, what's going to sell well, and what your customers really want. So you just don't have boxes of inventory sitting around that's just like collecting dust. So the last purchases I made that turned out to be more or less a waste of money were paying to be at vendor events where there would typically be low turnout. I wasn't meeting a lot of potential customers. I was just kind of going to vendor events, paying for spaces there, showing up, giving it my all, thinking that it would be inevitable that I would meet people that wanted to support my business. But most of the time, the exact opposite happened. And I was wasting a lot of money by going 
going to vendor events and promoting my business. So uh, what was happening here really was that I wasn't doing enough research on what types of crowds different events were attracting. I wasn't doing research on what types of marketing the organizations that were putting on the, the vendor events that I was going to were doing to get an idea of how many people were really going to be there, how much foot traffic the event was going to get. And so while I was spending 50 to 75 dollars on vendor spaces, which to me, I was like, well, it doesn't matter how many people show up. I'm spending $75. I'm just going to get, if, if I get just one customer there that would, you know, pay for the vendor space. And I was going and not even getting one customer because the events were having low turnout. So what I realized was that I was wasting money on vendor spaces and I could easily promote my business in the same way and meet people the same way I was meeting them at vendor events and Facebook groups or on social media or at other events where I didn't have to pay to be there. So I think one of the primary recommendations for a lot of early stage entrepreneurs, especially product-based businesses, are to show up at events, to, to hit vendor events hard, to go to trade shows, etc. But uh, many times, if the crowd that's being attracted to the event that you've paid to be at isn't, doesn't, doesn't include your target audience, then that opportunity could more or less be a waste. So those are the worst purchases I've made, the worst ways I've spent money for my business since I've been in entrepreneurship so far. So now I want to share with you guys some of the best purchases I've made for my business to give you an idea of what you can be investing in for your business to put you in a position to make more money or save money so that you can be self-sufficient and do things for your business that you would typically pay someone else to do. So some of the best purchases I've made have been investing in educational resources. Some of the educational resources I typically invest in are conferences, going to conferences where there are workshops and presentations where I'm learning different skills or ways of thinking that help me to grow my business or learn things that help me to make my business better. Every year I invest in a few online courses through platforms like Udemy or Teachable where I am able to learn different skills or strategies to help me grow my business or make my business better from the comfort of my own home. And sometimes their workshops or uh, courses that are offered in my city in Charleston, South Carolina, and I'll support other entrepreneurs who know things that I also want to learn. I'll go to their workshops and courses. Aside from workshops and courses, there are other facets of education that uh, I've invested in over the years that I think make my business better, that I feel have been great investments of my money and time. One is earning a college degree. So I earned my bachelor's degree and then went on to get my master's degree as well. And I get questions all the time about why I went to college if I was just going to start a business after I graduated. Well, pursuing entrepreneurship wasn't necessarily the plan. You know, I didn't go to college thinking that I was going to graduate and become an entrepreneur, but that's what ended up happening because this became my calling. And I have absorbed a wealth of knowledge that I feel helps me in my everyday life, running my business, networking, meeting people, exuding professionalism, all of these things 
I think I'm doing well because I did go to college and I was exposed to a different way of life. And I really got out there and met people that weren't like me. And I was exposed to ways of life that I wasn't exposed to until I moved out of my hometown and went to college. So Uh, I don't think going to college was a waste at all. For me, that was an educational investment that I think makes me a better entrepreneur. I'm definitely not saying you need a degree to be a successful entrepreneur. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am saying is that I feel like me going to college was a great investment of my time and money. I've also earned my cosmetology license. So by trade, I am a cosmetologist. And that is also an educational skill that I've invested in that I think uh, positively has positively impacted my experience in entrepreneurship, opening doors for me, allowing me to uh, create other streams of income for myself as an entrepreneur. And then also educational resources, investing in these things, uh, making these purchases for yourself to make you better can be as simple as as buying books, going on Amazon and buying self-help books for entrepreneurs. I will actually put a list down in the notes or the description, the show notes for this episode of some of my favorite books that I read sometimes more than once. Sometimes I'll go back to these books and actually read chapters that I have tagged with sticky notes where there are just really, really amazing nuggets of wisdom and information that help me to run my business more effectively. And these are references that I I look at often. So anyways, I'll I'll link some of my favorite books that I think are really helpful for entrepreneurs down in the show notes. But investing in education has hands down been the most helpful resource I've ever spent my money on as an entrepreneur overall. So also coaching and um, get hiring a coach. Like if there is something that you are really struggling with and you can't really get to the bottom of it and you kind of feel stagnant wherever you are in entrepreneurship. Sometimes investing in coaching is an educational resource that can be really helpful for you. Listening to podcasts, that's um, a free educational resource that you can consume. YouTube videos are, are also free educational resources that you can consume That and the only thing you're spending to consume these resources are your time. You know, that's an investment of your time. I'm not your money. So anyways, invest in education. If you have some money to spend on your business and you want it to be something that is a long-term value for you over time, then education is the number one way way to invest. If there's one thing you can invest in where you know you're going to get a return on your investment, it should be investing in yourself because you get better in time, you get wiser as you get older. And so learning different things, expanding your wealth of knowledge is probably the best way to invest in your business. Another investment that I've made that's turned out to be a really great value over the years has been investing in a DSLR camera and camera equipment. Uh, By equipment, I mean investing in a ring light, uh, a microphone, different lenses. Um, Investing in a camera has put me in a position to make more money because I can make YouTube videos. I've made promotional videos for my business using my camera, just really simple videos. I am not a photographer or video editing expert, but I've learned the basics via via YouTube and it's made me self-sufficient. I can take high quality professional looking photos for my website, for my social media. I can take headshots if I need 
to send one some send someone one for an event and I, I think it just looks a step up than taking a photo with your phone but now the way these iPhones are set up I mean they're looking really close to DSLR quality professional photos I mean it's really amazing what you can take with an iPhone to be honest but um, I still have an iPhone 8 my husband just got the newest iPhone that has like the three cameras on the back but I'm not up to that level yet <laughs> but yeah so investing in a high quality camera has really allowed me to save money I don't have to pay a photographer every time I need some simple photos done I'm not saying that it's not smart to invest in high quality photography services but for me having a camera has allowed me to expand my income by giving me the tools to expand into other areas of content marketing and content creation by starting a YouTube channel creating webinars I use my camera for lots of different things even creating online courses taking product photos for my website I mean the the options are really endless and if I had to pay somebody to use their equipment or pay someone to do photos for me every time I needed them it would cost me a lot of money so uh, having a camera in-house for my business has saved me a lot of money and allowed me to be self-sufficient and it's been a great value I mean I've made my money back I think I spent a little over a thousand dollars on the camera I have it's something that I uh, saved up for the amount of money that I spent on it I've made back 10 times over if you're interested in checking out the camera I currently use I highly recommend it and I'm going to go ahead and link the camera that I use down below in the description for this episode and if you're interested in viewing the quality of that camera for video or photos you're welcome to, to go to my social media and my website any photos on my website have been taken with that camera and all of my YouTube videos from 2019 to December of 2019 to now whatever the present date is when you're listening to this episode have been recorded with that camera. The next purchase I've made that has been a really great value over the years has been investing in a, a silhouette cameo vinyl cutting machine. I love this machine. It has allowed me to do so many things for my business that saves me money. So with this vinyl cutting machine, I can create custom t-shirts that I wear when I represent my business. I've made custom name tags for my business. I've made custom mugs with my business logo on it. It's even allowed me to customize my laptop case and so I have my business logo on my laptop case and so when I'm out at coffee shops well with corona I'm at home but when I was out at coffee shops I would have my my logo would be on my laptop and people would see it and it would be kind of a conversation starter they would say what's with purpose continuing education what do you do and it would just it would just be a conversation starter and then that'd be an opportunity for me to tell people what I do and sometimes that will result in me connecting with someone that ends up supporting my business. So uh, the vinyl cutting machine essentially allows you to create custom stickers, custom tags, uh, custom cards, really anything. So check that out. Go on YouTube and do some research on the Silhouette Cameo vinyl cutting machine and you'll see that there are so many things you could do. If I had to pay someone to design t-shirts for my business, uh, just one t-shirt order would pay for the machine that allows me to create unlimited t-shirts. 
So that's just an idea of how much value you get in just making one simple investment into something that puts you in a position to not only save money, but also make money if you end up doing custom orders like that for other people. So this next investment I was going to include under education, but I've gotten so much value from this, but that it really deserves a category of its own here. And this has been investing in graphic design courses. So I have taken several online graphic design courses and webinars from paid courses to watching YouTube videos, investing my time into learning graphic design skills. And this has allowed me to make my own flyers. This has given me the confidence and skill to make quality social media content. This has allowed me to uh, edit content for my YouTube videos. This has given me the tools, the skills, the confidence to update my own website and design my own marketing materials. So taking the time to learn even just simple graphic design skills and techniques has saved me a lot of money over the years. It's allowed me to be self-sufficient. It's given me the skill to create things the way I want them to look as opposed to having to depend on people to create things for me. And it's really made a huge difference for me overall in my journey in business so far. So if there was one type of course that I think has been the best value for me that I've taken over the years, it has been the series of graphic design courses that I've taken. So if you want some recommendations for graphic design courses that I think are helpful, definitely send me an email and reach out and I'll point you in the right, in the right direction. But uh, graphic design skills, especially in this social media digital age are super helpful and it will give you the skills to create your own marketing materials and to create brand friendly content on your own terms. And when I first started, I didn't really have an eye for putting things together and making them look creative or eye catching or contemporary or clean or professional. I mean, looking back on the things I used to create four or five years ago, I'm like, why did I even put that out on social media? It doesn't really look that great. But over time, this is something that I've gotten better at. And so just like any skill, graphic design, website design, design in general on the computer, digital design is something that you get better at with time. And so you just have to get started. It doesn't come easy for everybody. It definitely didn't come easy for me. But in order to learn, you just have to start and just put yourself out there and take a course that can help you learn. So that's been my experience and something that I've really gotten a lot of value from spending my time and money to invest in learning over the years. So the last investment I've made that has really been a great value for me over the years, and to be honest, I went back and forth about whether or not I was even going to mention this because I thought it was something so obvious that no one would see value in hearing about it, but I'm going to mention it anyways because there may be someone out there who is on the fence about investing in this, and maybe I'll give you the push you need to actually pull the trigger. (laughs) So one of the best investments I've made so far for my business has been investing in a quality computer, and for me specifically, Specifically, I have a MacBook Pro laptop. I believe I have the 2018 uh, model and the one that came out in 2018, or maybe it came out in 2017 and I got it in 2018, but I'll link, I'll link down below the exact model that I have, but I love my MacBook Pro. I was definitely a PC girl before I got a Mac and since switching over to Apple products, phones, computers, the whole nine yards, it's completely changed my life. I love my MacBook Pro. 
It uh, doesn't get viruses. I never have issues with it crashing. I've had it for several years and it has been by far the best computer I've ever owned. This is weirdly, it's this turning into a Mac ad, but that's not what it's supposed to be. I'm just sharing something that's been a great value for me. But um, yeah, so investing in a quality computer has given me the ability to run my business completely online and running your business online makes having access to, to a computer vital. I wouldn't be able to run my business if I didn't have a quality computer and I want something that's reliable and something that I know isn't going to break down on me at the wrong time. I mean, any machine can break down at any time, but for me, having a MacBook has proven to be very reliable. This is actually the second MacBook I've owned. The first MacBook I got, I actually purchased my freshman year of college, which uh, was seven years ago. I replaced that one in 2018 only because I spilled water on the keyboard. Otherwise, it would still be going strong. So for that reason, I had to end up buying a new MacBook Pro. So this new one is just as good as my old one, if not better. And I probably will keep this until the wheels fall off, hopefully for the next 10 years. And then I'll invest in a new MacBook Pro. I don't think I'm ever going to switch to another computer brand. So anyways, yeah, investing in a quality computer, especially if you're an online business or business owner in general is integral. It's very important. And for me, it's vital. All right. That's all I have for you guys today. I hope these tips about worst and best purchases I've made in my business so far have been helpful for you. I hope this gets you thinking about the types of purchases and investments you should be making for your business that will bring you long-term value. As always, I'm a resource to you guys. So if you need help with your business, if you need someone to talk to about what you're experiencing, wherever you are in your journey in entrepreneurship, and you have a sense that I'm the right person to speak to, the link to schedule a strategy call with me is down below in the description for this episode. You can also send me an email at hello at neawithpurpose.com and we can chat. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get a notification when every new episode is released. And please, please, please share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a friend if you feel you are getting value here. You guys, please stay safe and well out there with everything that's going on in the world right now. And with that, I will talk to you guys next week. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Stay connected in between episodes by texting business to 31996. You'll get my business tip of the week and you'll also get my Solopreneur Saturday newsletter where I share what I'm reading, helpful resources, and what's new with the Solopreneur Hustle. I also do giveaways that are exclusively for my Solopreneur Hustle community from time to time. So make sure you're in the loop by texting business to 31996. I hope you guys have an excellent week and continue to move onward, upward, and forward. I'll talk to you all next week.